0: Welcome to the Tello's Podcast. Um, I know I have not been recording and putting it out. It's been a minute. But again, I say welcome to the Tello's Podcast. Today, I am with Trey, my My homie, my brother, from another mother and daddy. (laughs) (laughs) So today, we're going to be talking about... um, creating priorities that you haven't set yourself for that you haven't set for yourself so basically creating priorities that you have not set for yourself and how to figure out what priorities you need to set so that you can obtain new priorities so what do you think about oh yeah
1: well in order to set priorities I feel like To begin to set some kind of priorities you have to begin to set boundaries for yourself I feel like let's say your priority is waking up at Mm -hmm. 8 o'clock in the morning but you never really wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning you might sleep in till like noon Mm -hmm. how can you set a priority at 7 waking up at 8 o'clock in the morning if you can barely manage waking up at 9 so I feel like because some people will set boundaries for themselves that's completely outside of their, their morale system, their their what do you what do you call it? Their value system. And it's like, you can it's okay to set that priority, but that priority is now a goal. You have a goal in mind. So in order to achieve that goal, what are you doing to take baby steps to achieve it? Because it's okay to set a boundary, set a priority, but if you can't, if you if you set this priority in, but you're not doing it, now you're falling back into shame, guilt, low self-esteem, like you can't get up and do it. And then that falls into procrastination. You are gonna keep putting it off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you you create priorities for yourself, but then you don't do the task for that priority, for even for yourself. Cause I see too many people. Let's just say, for example, you buy a new car, but you can't keep up with the car that you got.
1: <laughs> no car payments. It
0: don't make no sense. Like you want. It don't make no sense. Like why would you why would you buy a Dodge Charger and you can't even keep up with your Toyota? <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it. Easy, it. it's, it's like even new aspects of life. People want to get rich but they can't manage the money that they got. People want to get married but they don't love married themselves. True. How can you take somebody else on a date? You can't even take your own self out on a date. So I told somebody the other day. I said, "Priorities without purpose is nothing but just potential." Mm-hmm. They know who they are. What's up? All right. So, priorities without purpose is nothing but, but just potential, right? Facts. Like, like, if you have no purpose for your potential for, for your for, for your priorities, like if it's not God-driven, or if it's not deeply driven within yourself to achieve it and that you have to take care of what you have now in order to create and, and obtain that priority there's nothing but potential of what it could be instead of what it is to say you want a degree in school but you can't time manage your own time But you expect to get a doctor's degree but you can't even deal with the associates
1: yeah it's just crazy and to piggyback off what you said um I was was listening to this podcast one morning and the dude said, he said, the reason why he said the 5%, which are like the billionaires or whatnot, people who are at the top, right? The reason why they have what they have is for one, their time management skills. They know how to effectively manage their time. They know, they they set themselves a schedule and they stick to it. They have grit, they have will, they have consistency, and they have perseverance enough to say, I can get up at six. Like The Rock, The Rock wakes up at what? I think he said four o'clock in the morning. And mind you, dude, by the time nine o'clock come, dude then already worked out. Ate break? No, he said there's cardio. Then he hit the gym. And then he ate breakfast. And he doesn't get up in enough time to watch his kids go to school. And wakes up at four o'clock. And doesn't it doesn't go to sleep till what? Nine?
0: Yeah, about nine cuz you gotta get up at four.
1: Yeah. And for me, I'm like that low-key, like, motivated me. I was like, now, mind you, right now, being waking up at 4 o'clock in the morning, maybe not. Maybe not. I can't set that kind of priority because it's without my reach. But I know I can wake up. I can manage waking up at 7.30 because I wake up at 8. So that's reasonable. It's like a 30-minute uh, difference. So I can wake up at 30, go hit a workout, then hit the shower, then do skincare, whatever. Get my day started right, do some videos, boom. But I feel like when, it, when you do set those priorities, I feel, like, I feel like setting them is easier than sticking to them. I feel like once you've done it day one, you can do it the next three days. And then let's say you start Monday, you can do it till Thursday, but as soon as Friday come, you get up and you don't have the same motivation you had on day one. And I feel like that's where a lot of people lose, that's where they fail because they can't keep their consistency when they do set goals. So it's like, they feel like I can take this one day off and I'll pick it up right back tomorrow, but tomorrow, you're you're not running off the same fuel you ran off that Wednesday when you got up and actually did it. I just
0: thought of something. Personal priorities turn into purpose priority. So take care of your personal priorities first and then you go on to your purpose, and then the priorities within your purpose, and then you start to um, say, "Hey, look, i already did this before. It was on a micro scale, but now it's on a macro scale. So now I know what I need to do in order to sustain, in order to make this priority feel good about to, to myself. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, if if you don't do that, what what are you what are you doing this for?" Uh-huh.
1: And then, <laughs> you know what came to my mind when you said, uh, what you just say? You said you were doing what you were doing on like a micro level. Yeah. On a micro level, but now you're at like a, you said what? Macro? Yeah. A TD, a TD Jake sermon came to my mind and he was talking about how the story about Peter, no Paul, he was talking about how he went up to, I think, Lord forgive me if I'm wrong, Peter Paul, he went up to him and he asked him, could he use his boat? Peter yeah, Peter, yeah, so could to use his boat? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, TD Jakes was like, he said, imagine somebody strange don't know you. Come and ask for your boat. Yeah. Can I use your car? <laughs> he, said, he said, he said, don't look at me funny. He said, but Peter had the heart to be willing to give Jesus his boat, and he used it. And he said, Peter's boat was his livelihood. That was his purpose. He was a fisherman. He said, but what Peter probably didn't know was he was doing what he was doing. But like you said, on a micro level, he said, but as soon as he pretty much had to walk away from what he had in life, God took what he was doing on a micro level and promoted him. And I was like, that's amazing. And then that brought back to me like the stories in the Bible and how it counter kind of correlates to like when people feel like they have no purpose, they have no destiny. And it's like, it's not that you don't have purpose or destiny. But what have you done in the, with the time that you've had to try to work towards that, try to find yourself? That alone right there is a priority. Priority is your purpose, like you said.
0: Yeah, your, your, personal, your personal priority turns into your personal priority. God wants you to see. The thing about God is that he takes He takes you to a certain time frame of your life to where nobody recognizes you. Nobody sees you what you are doing, nobody's subscribing, nobody's following, nobody's doing this. Say, hey girl, how you doing?
1: Gosh, How's your page? Exactly.
0: How's your book coming? Right. How's your house? How's your kids? He puts you in this time frame, in this timeline to where nobody recognizes you so that you can get your priority straight. Cause as soon as he reveals that you've been doing this stuff and that you get mainstream or you hit it big, they coming at you with pitchforks, knives and torches and he's trying to see if you want to put him first and his priorities first and your family and your well-being versus the opinions of your fans understand this I'm not trying to judge nobody I'm not trying to do this you love kids okay you love kids you wanna start a daycare you wanna help out in after school you wanna help out I'm coming for everybody I'm stepping on people's toes you wanna you want to help out in the children's ministry at your church but you can't even take care of your own kids I understand giving back is key but the same way you take care of those kids in those ministries, daycare, after school programs the same way you should be taking care of your own kids not not hitting them side of the head every time they don't know how to do something not cussing them out, throwing them out, beating them for no reason
1: Yeah, and you talking about helping out the church children too All
0: right, helping out church children so they're looking at you like oh man my mama, my daddy don't do this to me. So let me try to not be myself so I can please them instead of pleasing myself and God for me. Because so now
1: what's it's what's like it? yeah. they're setting unnecessary expectations for themselves.
0: Yeah. So now you wondering why your kids growing up like that? Now you wondering, did I do something wrong? He kinda did.
1: Ooh. And then that develops like, I guess you could say, Low self-esteem. Oh
0: yeah.
1: Cause now they feel like they're not gonna be accepted unless they can do something that pleases the human eye.
0: But your priority is, is to help the other kids instead of your
1: own kids. did do it to me. Mama, yeah. I, love my <laughs> I love my mom. I love my mom I love y'all. <laughs> I ain't saying that I have some amazing black parents. I do love them dearly to my heart. But for the kids out there that are actually suffering from this and I know two throughout my lifetime and the way they moved, the way they talked. It's kind of sad because you know how like you're the kind of person that can pick up energies and the way you act. So when you look at them and they're in a room with you, you can sense that they're only saying things and they're pulling back things that they want to say because they want to please the person sitting right in front of them. And so now it's like, you can see it. It's like, you can see right through them. But they they still, they have on a mask, but it's not on purpose. It's kind of like, this is what they were, this is the, this is what they, This is what they grew up in. This is how they grew up, this is what they were taught. This is what they taught themselves. Because their parents didn't say, you're not good enough, not verbally, but judging by their actions. Oh, you hit me upside the head because I didn't know how to do this and find that. When I see the kids at church, that kid didn't know how to do something as simple as tying his shoe. But you got on your two knees and you helped him tie his shoe step by step. So now I'm looking like, maybe you just don't want me. So now that they grow up, now they feel like they're being neglected and they have to go find someone to fill the empty void. The topic of how men and women in society try to fill that empty void because it's something they're missing or something that they never had, they go and look in it through someone else. So for dads with any daughters, same thing with your daughter. If you, if you're not giving your daughter the love you know she needs, you're not kissing her on her forehead, telling her she's beautiful at least every other day, hugging her, showing her affection. The same thing that you don't give her, she'll look for in another man. And nine times out of ten, the other man she goes and looks for
0: is only going to do it when it benefits him.
1: Yes. And now he's manipulative, and he can get away with it because That's you didn't set the example of what a real or a good man. Should have been so now they don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But the thing is,
0: everything everything God made has a purposeful priority. Mm-hmm. God gives you something that's very powerful, very intuitive into yourself. And some people they don't even prioritize that, but they want to prioritize what the world gives them, the money. I'm glad you spoke. Like, yes, there is some instances to where you don't know what it is. But like Steve Harvey said one time, your gift is anything you can do with the least amount of effort at its best. Yeah. So, if you can give your thoughts like we're doing at our yeah. best, yeah. That's, that's our gifts. Yeah. If you can paint the best picture, it may look ugly <laughs> to other people. But exactly. if you do the best thing you can, like three minutes, boom, bam, yeah. bam, it can sell for like $2,000.
1: <laughs> people that feel like it correlates to the world and the way it works now because people that feel like they're in a higher position, mm-hmm. like, they could be Pope, they can already be a minister, a prophet, and have friends in high places, and look down on the people that are incapable. Because God will use a person that um, has a speech deficiency, may have um, what's called Down Syndrome, and all like this, to a medical condition, and use them to conquer the world one day. And now you sitting back, and he's telling you to get him a glass of water. <laughs> I'm just saying, and that's why I say, I feel like what you said makes sense because it does pay to be humble from the very beginning.
0: Here's the solution to the equation. I don't want to call you miserable. Like not, not to you, Dre, but people listening. I don't want to call you miserable. You're miserable. You sitting there, wondering well, how'd you get inside this? How'd you get inside this debt? How did you get inside this, that and everything? And then there are some exceptions of people like that who did the smart things and sometimes life happens. But the people who decided to not strengthen themselves, the reason why you're miserable in life is because you haven't optimized your priority. And so God stripped you of your gift and gave it to somebody else. So now you robbing Peter to pay Paul Mm -hmm. for your bills. Because you ain't set your priorities straight. But you made sure you had 22s on your charges. Mm-hmm. You made sure you had the fastest Camaro <laughs> on the lot. But you, said you made sure you had the biggest house out of your, your whole family. All well, come so with somebody.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So you doing all of this, man. And now you sitting here and got debt on top of debt. cancel that credit card. Exactly. <laughs> you the one that didn't want to go to the library because everybody thought you was a nerd. Mm-hmm. You you're the one... You the one that didn't research and read the encyclopedias when we had the encyclopedias. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now you now you butt hurt looking at people with butt face. Now yeah. you're mad, angry at yourself. Don't even know why it is. I know why. Did you ever set your priorities when you had a chance? So now the only priority that you had to set now is getting right with God and getting because once you get right with Him, yourself personally. Once you start started, everything else will play out for itself. And it may not be what you want. Mm-hmm. It may not be what you foresaw when you was younger, but it's much more better than what you yeah. have now. Good family, good relationship with your family, good relationship with your kids, mm-hmm. your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, your daddy, even you, mm-hmm. your mama, forgiving everybody that hurt you and everything. Yeah. So don't sit here and be mad at somebody saying, mm-hmm, I'm in debt. <laughs> figure like what you said just because you know just because you didn't set your priorities straight yeah. so start off with purposeful personal priority the three p's today the three p's purposeful personal
1: priorities purposeful personal priorities exactly and if you want to you can change it with objectives <laughs> right. Exactly.
0: Whatever you can make it to a full sentence yeah, exactly. but those are the three words that combine to to know what that one priority is and then it
1: just turns into purpose praying. It does, and then you can see where well, that can lead you in life. But I want to piggyback on what you said, um, but when you said, it might not have been what you thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. That's important, and I feel like if you if if you can print that out, I would highlight that. The reason why is because a couple days ago, I don't know why, but God feeds into me at night times. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I went in, first I'm gonna talk about the forgiveness thing. You said, you can't be mad at this person because of this at the third, but something about forgiveness that came to my mind just now was, um, the same way we might sin backslide and God forgives us over and over and over again, the same way God forgives us, you need to forgive what that math teacher that gave you an F on that test, or that friend that might've betrayed you, or that girlfriend that broke your heart. Don't ask God for forgiveness if you can't forgive the person that you thought about after you read this.
0: Don't expect to be
1: forgiven by, you already is forgiven
0: by God. Mm -hmm. Okay. Don't expect the forgiveness of God to implement in your life if you haven't forgiven yourself. Mm -hmm. Screw them other people. Screw them. Okay? Don't worry about forgiving them right now. Forgive yourself forgive yourself for sinning a lot forgive yourself for doing that person wrong forgive yourself for not putting your mama first inside of your household relationship forgive yourself for not putting your wife first forgive yourself first and then forgive other people because once all that happens it's just it's like a reduced reuse recycle forgiveness is just a piece of paper that everybody can reuse
1: but nowadays it's like I feel like society has made a lot of things very, like you said, recyclable and very um, common. Mm-hmm. Like the word love. Mm-hmm. Everybody said they love, but it's really taken out of context for other things. Mm-hmm. Friends. That word's been overused.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And a shout out to my dad because he didn't told me this ever since I was, bro, since mm-hmm. I was in like kindergarten. My dad used to tell me, he said, not everybody's your friend. He said, they gonna call you friend today, but the minute that you don't do what they want you to do, you don't move how they want you to move, you stop hanging out with them the way they want you to hang out with them, you start. In other words, you get distant, not because you want to, but because God has a better plan for you, so you're over here and they're still over there. You're no longer their friend. You're You're now on their number one hit list. They do not like you. They're not, they're fond of you now. And that's what happens, and like you said, when you said you worried about the world, that's so true too. A lot of people feel like, especially the people on social media.
0: The purpose priority is, you know, of some people, okay, I want to get to heaven. You haven't done nothing in your personal life that's purposeful, and that's a priority. But you want to get to heaven. But you haven't done anything, you haven't read the Bible, Spending his first time with God? You haven't prayed? Fasted. Fasted? But you in the club? Mm-hmm. You You recognize. You don't dance. Yeah. But your purpose priority is to go to heaven. But you ain't did nothing in your personal life that's purposeful.
1: Nothing. There bears are any fruit. Bears nothing
0: bears, fruit. It, it it ain't even bear figs. <laughs> it don't. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Not even <laughs> grapes. Not even gross but i'm like that that's the thing you got to understand your personal priorities whether if it's purposeful purposeful and if it is then great but what is that purpose if that purpose is for revenge that's not good that's not a good purpose
1: that's that's i feel like revenge ultimately develops from the devil because yeah. anything god creates is a positive and it's good so if you're looking for revenge that's not that's the opposite yeah Vengeance. or Vengeance, yeah.
0: You got to figure out your priorities first before you set any priorities.
1: And it could be, and because he not saying, or we not saying, it has to be something that's robust, ginormous. Yeah, it ain't got to be, be that. Like something teeny tiny, like I can set a priority right now to not check my phone for the next hour. I can, I feel like I can manage that. Yeah. But I do feel like for some reason I have to say this, because I feel like somebody might watch this, that it might actually uh, be for you, I don't know who. But one thing, one priority you should set for yourself, for your inner self, is establish some kind of self-confidence. Because for some reason it keeps coming back to my mind about confidence and being bold. Because if you you are trying to pursue God, like we are, trying to do right, trying to live right, one thing you will have to put as a priority is having confidence. Because one thing that God will love you for is if you can go out in the world, not be of the world, but be in it. And what they're doing, you don't get atta- you don't get drawn in by it. Because just because they're smoking doesn't mean you have to get peer pressured into doing the same thing, just because they make sex feel like it's an activity more than just a sacred thing between a man and his wife, wife and her husband, doesn't mean that you have to engage in it just because you're 17 and you're horny. You don't have to. It's a choice, so you can choose to be confident and denounce the devil, or be weak and accept the demons. But it's all up to you. It's in. It's. It's all up to you. God gave you a choice, and he's up to you to make it. He can't force you.
0: Yeah. So the, the word three words a day was three words a day.
1: Purposeful, personal, priority.
0: As long as you got those, I understand. God gave you a gift, and they use it and to send it as a priority, you have to steward. You can't. You can't not steward something, or you can't steward something bad that's from God because you're going to lose it. So take care of your body. Take care of your face. Take steward of your life here on earth. Because if your ultimate priority is to get to heaven and get next to God, you're going to have to set your personal priorities straight and make sure that they're, they're purposeful. Because ain't nobody else going to do it. But you ain't nobody else gonna do it, too. But you ain't gonna look your day in your face, and you gonna look at God the butt face like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, hey. I, I, I. <laughs> so I'm like, make sure you steward yourself, make sure you steward your gift, make sure you put your priorities first, and that you take care of your priorities before you say anything, any other priority.
1: And I like that you said that because I feel like with priorities, you have to establish self discipline for sure, right? I feel like. That's the main thing I picked up from what you just said. Establish some kind of self-discipline to be willing to go the extra mile and go six year, six months, seven months. Cause a lot of people, they fall short and they fall into the same weak mindset. They can go, and I know how it is, cause when you buy your win, when, when you, when somebody's pushing, you know, when you buy yourself, cause you're not around everybody else, it gets it's easier. Cause nobody, you're not around the temptation. You're not around the world. You're not around society. It gets harder for
0: me. I'm by myself. Oh, oh yeah. It's hard for me, man. But I get what you're saying. But it's not even with female. Mm -hmm. With yourself. Mm -hmm. Six months. Get yourself six months. Yearly challenge. And I know it ain't January. (laughs) Stay the same for six months. Then turn your days into minutes and turn your uh, months into years. If you're tired of yourself for six months, then you know how you're going to be for six years. If you improve yourself every month, then you know that in six years you're going to improve yourself. So the first six months of the year of whenever you want to start, just be yourself for six months. Write down everything you do, write down how you feel, Think about it. Meditate on it. However you meditate, pray about it. Then after those six months stop, do something to improve yourself. Whether it's exercising, reading, writing, um, watching films, making films, directing films, going to class, going to college, drawing, art, whatever, making music. Do it for six months. (laughs) Compare. From where you were. From where you were. To where you are now. To where you are now, compare. And if you like the situation Mm -hmm. that you are Mm -hmm. in now, I mean, with uh, those second six months, Mm -hmm. you already know how you're going to be for six years. Mm -hmm. So it's not all about female. Yeah, it's not. Put yourself into the (laughs) chair.
1: That's why they say, get your priorities together first. Get yourself together before you try to pursue anybody else other than you and God. Yeah, like,
0: you don't have to put yourself together 100% because. God made a man 80 and a woman 20, or a man 70 and a woman 30, but it's never 50/50. Mm-hmm. Because if it, was, if it was 50/50 and it was half and half, mm-hmm. then that relationship it wouldn't have hard time. It wouldn't have struggle. It's, it's however you like it, but either way, whichever way the men sort of deal with more than the Yes, I understand you, you you women said, hey, I'm an independent woman. I don't, I don't need nobody. But yeah, you living 50 years old in a house full of cats, time I get off my grass, but you see the couple across the street, you know. Happily married. Happily married. With, four, with five grandkids or whatever. So in a relationship, it's never equals, yeah. as in 50 50. Mm-hmm. It's always either 60
1: 40, 80 20, 70 30. And that, that, in itself applies to I feel like that applies to the people who actually look for that kind of thing Cause some it's some people out here not just females just could be some men too that'll use just because they can't provide they want to live off of what they can't provide and me personally it's like well I know the Bible says a man who doesn't work doesn't eat but I feel like as a woman I don't think God meant for it he might work and make his own money he might be self-employed um, but he's making his money. He's not making his money for you to dwell off his money, unless he wants you to. Some men, they want that, they like that. They like to tell the women to quit their jobs so they can take care of them, what not, what have you. That's 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 on you though. I feel like God didn't create a woman for her to be nagging off the man. Now I do feel like men and women were created equal. After Adam, he made Eve as as his equal counterpart, not anything less. That's how I feel, that's how I see it. That's how I see it. I still do think the men should lead, though. But I, I... Well, I didn't say that because I was talking about, like, roles. I think I was saying that... Yeah, I was saying that more so for roles. Like, because some women feel like they should be the more of the masculine. But they weren't built. Because there's a reason why the man's body was built the way it's supposed to be in the female body. Because even if a female becomes a bodybuilder, you won't see a female out here bigger than Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's how I see it. It's,
0: it's not even... Fi- it's, it's not... Well, yeah, it's physiologically, yeah. Okay, cool. But there's a reason as to why God only made Eve from a rib. He could have took out his whole skeletal system. There's a reason as to why God only made Eve from a rib. Because she's supposed to complete the man. So... Yes, there's only so far a woman can go in this world without a man. There's only so far a man can go without a woman. But when they're conjoined, equally yoked, and everything got God first and stuff, you know how far they can
1: get. And that's why a lot of our relations nowadays fail and they don't yeah. make it past, mm-hmm. and they bunny hop out of relationships yeah. to relationship.
0: They unequally yoked. Let's just talk about material standpoint for a second,
1: okay? <laughs> I'm waiting to get into this All right, let's get it.
0: Setting priorities again. You want a man. That's six-foot, dog, chocolate. And got money that's rich, that's a baller. But you broke. You broke, short, overweight. I'm coming for it all. (laughs) Short, bro, I'm just being real. You short, bro, overweight. Okay, cool. Let me get off a woman for a second. You want a woman.
1: That's
0: all natural. That's fit that reads the bible keep god has more values, but you ain't none of that That's you don't even go jogging
1: exactly.
0: you don't even read about you don't even watch church online on youtube just for the fun of it and it's guess what and it's free it's free it's free access but but you want a woman all this, but you not you want that priority, but you ain't deal with the priorities you got yourself.
1: I think we talked about this. We probably we was on the phone about this the other day. We was talking about um, how we feel like, not for a man or a woman to get that ideal um, significant other that they wish for, they dream about. Yeah. We was talking about how double standards can't exist in that relationship
0: double standards can never exist in a person not, well not, not not a perfect relationship but dun- double standards can't exist in a God-given
1: relationship I feel like even in just regular normal friendships because I mean how do you how do you grow about if it's like as a woman you don't want your man to have let's say Let's say your man's got a best friend, girl best friend, but they are strictly platonic because that's that's the issue nowadays, right? They are strictly platonic, but they're best friends, and they've been best friends since probably childhood. So ain't nothing going on there. Strictly platonic. You just came in. They've been best friends since, like, let's say 2004. You just came into their life. 2014. That's a whole 10 years. A
0: whole
1: decade. whole 10 Okay, well, that's kind of young. I'm going to say 20, let's say 2020. That's like, what, 16? 16. Okay, at least 16. Y'all 16 years old, you just came into this life in 2020. And they've been best friends since, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say 2000, 2004. Let's say he was born in 2000, so he's 20 years old now. Y'all grown, I get that, decisions are decisions. But one thing I feel like is, you can't expect your, you can't tell your man, I don't want you to have a best friend. But then, once y'all get into a relationship, you start being friends with somebody new, and y'all become close, but you know, how your man would feel if he seen that but you don't want your man to get too close to a woman because you're afraid of oh he might cheat if that's the case why are you with him if that's what you thought why didn't you clear the air and if you're not being real with your man would you feel some type of way if he wasn't being 100% real with you oh yeah I forgot when you was talking about um we was talking about years could go on and you haven't done nothing a quote that i had written today was if you were to reflect about where you are in life now and where you were in life five to ten years ago how much progress have you made to fulfilling your destiny
0: stop, stop setting priorities is. you have even taking care of yourself man whoever listened to this take in what this man said and if you don't know what he said i'll put it in the description below so you can find out and read it yourself but the three words
1: Purposeful. You made me forget the words. <laughs> Purposeful personal priority. I'm pushing <laughs> <P. Yes.
0: laughs> Oh no, no, I'm pushing purpose. I'm pushing Oh, hey, that's hard. That's I'm hard. hard. I'm pushing P.
1: priorities. You want to that's, that's gonna be the title. That was fire. I'm hard. pushing priorities. Oh, yes, I'm pushing priorities. I'm pushing
0: priorities. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the title. So, as you can see by the titles, about yeah. priorities. But, yeah, that's. That's, that is the three words of the day. Go ahead and like, comment, subscribe. Share this with a friend. Share this with a roommate. Share this with a family member. And if they get mad, so what?
1: So what? They never know.
0: Anger always overbeats fear.
1: Mm-hmm. And so, well, we, with something we could have said today probably could touch them. Yeah. Never know.
0: So thank you for listening to the Tellers Podcast. This is Isaiah Carter signing off. And.
1: Oh, and this is your boy, Trey
0: and we will talk to you later.
1: Peace.